one of the hardest things for many businesses to do is to create that level of intrigue where people want to connect with you. So we're going to deep dive into that today. Come listen. Welcome to the Behind Her Brand Podcast with your host, Kimberly Spencer. Every week, join Kimberly and her guest for inspiring interviews with passionate business builders, corporate leaders, and catalysts of change. Plus, we will be sharing business and career building strategies and tools that you can use to grow. So let's dive into today's episode. Hey, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of our Behind Her Brand podcast. I am your host, Kimberly Jashil Spencer. And today we are going to dive into what it means to create intrigue when it comes to your brand. And this is one of the most challenging areas for many businesses. So often what I find is whether you are growing your brand in whatever respective area is that we focus so much on information putting information out there only, um, letting people know about the features of our business, um, letting people know, hey, this is what I do, sign up, be a part, hire me, all the different um, things that we typically say and do. But here's the thing. One of the biggest elements that you want to do is to attract someone's eye. Just like when we go to a restaurant and people take pictures of food because it's beautiful and it looks amazing. And when people post them or they put them, you know, in our Google images and et cetera, you know, we get drawn in by what our eye sees, right? We get drawn in when something looks beautiful and colorful, intriguing, yummy, delicious, whatever different adjectives we come up with, people get drawn in to what they see. That's a pure fact. So if I'm going to your respective business brand or organization's brand, first question would be, am I intrigued to want to learn more? Do I like how you're presenting your brand? This is where visuals come into play, okay? This is not that you have to be a certain kind of way, what have you, but when a brand has a very um, particular, if you will, your own identity, your own personality. And when that comes through and what you're presenting, that immediately draws the eye. Like, for example, I remember this lawyer and and he's a divorce lawyer and he is so amazing. He is part, he'll tell, well, let me say how he described himself. He says, I'm part hippie. I'm part bohemian, but I'm also part Metro man. He's a mix of all type of things. He loves to really own himself. He can dress down in an absolutely amazing suit and have um, dolphins on his sh- on his uh, socks. And people love his personality because he's very chill, very relaxed. But when he gets into the courtroom, I mean, he can go in. Okay, so on his um, website, he decided not to go for the typical blue, black, or very um, structured kind of website um, for his brand. He wanted people to know who he was. So he went with a more personal touch. He shared about his his passion. He shared about who he is. He shared why he loved the law. He shared about his interests. So when families are going to him, obviously they're going to be contacting him because they're going through divorce, something traumatic, something hurtful. He deals with custody cases, all the things that, you know, unfortunately are very sad instances. So oftentimes when people contact him, they're already highly emotional. They're feeling a lot where there's anger, sad, and all these different things. But when you go to his website, you feel calm. Most times when you're going through different pages, you're smiling because you're like, oh, that's kind of funny. He makes you feel welcomed before you even have a conversation with him. He has a blog that's very interactive and it gives you so much information. Okay. And if you're asking why I know is because I, unfortunately I went through a divorce, but happily remarried now. But when you're going through that, 
I remember instantly feeling very comfortable because someone referred me to him. Someone said, hey, look, you are someone that really values real connection. This is your guy. And I never put a lawyer, an attorney into the category of being warm and friendly. You always think of the other things that typically people say. And I had never really had to deal with many lawyers in my life until this point. So I will tell you this, his practice is booming. It's overflowing. People always leave feeling so supportive and so cared for. Now I share all of that because his visuals actually attracted. Yes, someone referred me, but you know what? Truth be told, many people referred me to different attorneys and I was turned off by the different websites until I got to his and the visuals immediately told me who he was. It was a different kind of reaction completely. So look at what you are building, what you're putting out there, because here's the thing. Some people may not learn about you through a referral. Okay. They may be Googling your information pops up, which obviously is a great plus, but if you do the work to get Google to put you in a place where you are searchable, make sure what they find is worth hanging around for. It's a known fact. And if you don't know this, you're going to know now the biggest, not biggest, I'm sorry, wrong word. The page that people go to the most on a website is the about us. The second is the homepage. So on your homepage, it needs to feel like you're saying hello. Kind of like that Jerry Maguire movie, You Had Me at Hello. Do people, do you have people at hello when they come to your respective areas of entry to learn about your business? The visuals need to speak to who you are. And I know that so often we read about all these different things that you must have, should do. I tell my clients all the time, your brand needs to be a reflection of you. If you like hot pink and turquoise, we can find a way to make it work on a website in a way that obviously won't repel people that will still draw them in. And I mean that your your brand has to represent your personality. So that's first and foremost. And when you do that, when you are your own self, you're operating your own voice, that in itself can be a sense of intrigue because people could feel like, you know what? They don't feel like everybody else. Like, let me, let me learn a little bit more. So now that you're creating that intrigue, the next thing is your level of information. You will hear me say this throughout many of my podcasts because I know it to be the truth. Your content speaks volumes, how you communicate. I'll give you a little tip. When you're writing your website copy, you're writing your blogs, you're recording podcasts, think about a lot of things that people say in your course of conversations with them. What are they asking you? What are they telling you that they're frustrated with? What needs are they communicating to you? On the flip side of that, what are some reasons why people say they, don't, they won't work with you? Is it financial? Is it time? Is it that they don't feel like they really need everything you offer? Think about all the different things on both sides of those coins. And then go to your website, go to your blog, go to any information that you're putting out there about your organization and ask yourself, am I answering the things that people keep calling us for? Am I answering the objections in my website copy? Am I speaking to my value? Am I speaking to all the amazing benefits it is to work with me? Am I addressing how my my client or potential customer talks all the time? Am I communicating in a voice that they will understand? Because if you do, that's another notch that they're going to say, you know what? I'm interested to now make a reach out. For example, if you've been struggling with your, your weight and you don't want the traditional methods, it doesn't feel, you know, um, it doesn't feel like you. 
You don't want to try pills. You don't want to try this, that, and the other, but you go to a website and it says just those things that you're thinking that are you tired of feeling like every program you have attempted to do just doesn't feel like who you are. You're not wanting to be ultra skinny, but you're also not wanting to stay where you are. You're looking for something that really feels good to you, feels natural to you, and feels like something you can incorporate into your day-to-day lifestyle. If that's you, maybe we should talk. And if you're not ready to talk to me yet, maybe I can have you talk to a couple of our clients because I understand where you are. I didn't want to fad. I didn't want to peel. I didn't want to shake. So break. (laughs) I'm like, insane. Everything I just shared with you, if you saw that on a website and you were reading through that, obviously it may not be that lengthy, but, or if I did it in a video, you might feel like, oh my gosh, she understands me. Yes, that's me. I don't want to, I don't want another pill. I don't want no shake. I don't want this. Like if that's you and you relate to what someone is saying, you may now at that point say, you know, let me check them out. Let me sign up for a newsletter. Let me do the consultation. Let me send an email. That creates intrigue. When you know how to speak to your clients, you know what they're saying, you know what they're feeling. And if you say, well, Kim, how do I know all that? Ask. Man, the power of the ask is so life-changing for your business. Talk to the people that you want to serve. Okay, talk to past clients. Make sure that you really understand the needs of your audience because it's going to be incredibly challenging to create anything of intrigue if you are not attracting them through your words, through your visuals. If you're not even communicating in their language, it's going to be hard to draw them in. And I'm going to tell you the reason why I'm going to stop there. Those two areas I've just mentioned, the visuals across the board and also the web copy, is honestly the two biggest areas to create intrigue. And yes, there may be some other different, not not maybe, there are some other subsets to that. But first and foremost, to get someone to even call you, reach out, connect, sign up for a newsletter, engage in some capacity, comes through those two mediums right there. Does what you do, what you put out there, what you show, attract the eye, first and foremost? And then next, are you speaking to them in a way they understand? Okay? Here's the thing, and I'm going to end on this. One of the reasons why I'm going to implore you to talk to multiple different people, I'm not a big fan of having like one avatar to describe your entire audience base. I know, I know, I know, I know. Some of you might be thinking, oh my God, can't I teach that? Or no, I don't agree with you. Hear me out <laughs> before you go there. One of the things when I used to be taught um, when I was building my business, you know, you got to have an avatar, who, who's your ideal client, all of that. One day I literally sat and I looked at my client base and I realized they weren't in the same economic, not in the same cultures, not in the same um, age group. I had one that was 20 and one one that was 79. You know, when I started looking at all of the typical things that people say when you're building up your ideal client, um, it didn't fit. But what did fit was what they needed from me. They were building their different respective marketing and brands, and they want to help with their messaging. They want to help with articulating their voice, developing their visual identity, developing their their brand architecture. They were looking for all those different components. That's what united me to them. And that's why I realized one avatar did not work. Okay. So that's why I implore you, when you are getting the information about what your clientele needs, ask different people. Okay. Because they're all going to have probably different needs 
that you can meet, but they may not fit one particular model. So I hope this was helpful to you as I always share with you. And and if you've been following me any length of time, you know that I'm always encouraging people to reach out to us and share with us the information that you're looking for, um, because we want to make sure that we're helping you build effective, marketable, profitable, and scalable brands. Okay. So thank you again for listening to today's podcast on creating intrigue. And I can't wait to hear some of your feedback about putting these different things in place, taking the time to really and truly master the art of having that conversation through your branding with your clients or your potential clients. That is so key. You will find such a marked difference in your growth. So I'm going to invite you to visit us at our website at www.behindherbrand.net, but also follow us on Facebook at Behind Her Brand and on Instagram at Behind Her Brand. We would absolutely love to connect with you and to build with you and to continue to support one another. You have a great day and thank you again for listening to the Behind Her Brand podcast. And as I mentioned earlier, I'm your host, Kimberly DeShill Spencer, and it's been a pleasure.